Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The podcast's ready, take it out of the oven and leave it to rest. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast. Welcome, Ed. Hello, mate. James A. Caster here. Ed Gamble here. Very good to see you. This is Off Menu Podcast, where we're going to ask a guest what their dream meal is. They're going to tell us their favourite ever star, main course, dessert, side dish, drink. This week's very special guest, James. It's a very, you're very excited about this guest, I believe. Very excited, because you know me. I love magic. This is the first magician on the Off Menu podcast. It is... Dynamo! Dynamo! Dynamo, an excellent magician. You've seen him live, I believe. I have not, sadly. I've seen him twice live. Once in the O2 Arena, a huge venue, and once in a tiny, a tiny little hotel room where you can see every single move that he's doing. So, like, very excited to have him here in the Dream Restaurant. Was that a show, or were you just in his hotel room? I was in his hotel room. I was spying on him, yeah. Holy hell. Of course, Ed, if Dynamo does choose the secret ingredient, we're going to have to kick him out of the restaurant. Bye-bye, Dynamo. What's the secret ingredient this week, Ed? The secret ingredient this week is edible flowers. We are trying to catch out a magician here. We think he'll he'll choose some like edible flowers because like magicians pull flowers out of their sleeves, of course, and they often eat things that you don't expect them to eat, like glasses. I ha- what like pairs of a pair of glasses? No, no, like a glass. Like right. You would eat you would drink. That'd out be of. a good trick though. If you take your glasses off your face and eat them, yeah. and, and then you can see again. Yeah, why haven't they done that trick yet? Good idea. Yeah. If you're listening, if you're listening back, Dynamo, maybe try that once in yeah. a while. Thank you. So, edible flowers. I don't like edible flowers. I think no. it's not that I hate them. They're just actively nothing. They're nothing. They don't taste of anything. All it is is that, oh, novel that you're eating a flower. But yeah. I'm here to eat a meal. I'm here to eat a meal, not your garden, mate. Put it in the bin. So, let's see the off-menu menu of Dynamo. Welcome to the dream restaurant, Dynamo. I'm excited. Thanks so much for coming in. Oh. Oh, look at that. The genie has appeared. <laughs> Welcome. Ah, the genie meets a magician at last. Someone else with magical powers. In the re- you probably won't be too impressed with my... He wasn't impressed at all. I think he saw how you did that. When I, when I like, conjure up loads of food, you'll be like, oh, I could have done that myself. I mean, I will be quite impressed because some of the things that I might want conjuring up, not the easiest thing to make, considering that one of my favourite things on the list is my grandma's secret <gasps> recipe, oh. which I don't even know how she makes it. So if you can make, conjure that up, my God, oh, you'll yeah. be my new best friend. Yes. Like, you, you can be my grandma. Yes, that's all I wanted. All I wanted is to be someone's grandma. Genie that's all I've my whole life. I'll be your grandma, Dynamo. <laughs> Amazing. Have you, what's the most ambitious trick you have done that's like been the one that's been the most, uh, most challenging or that required the most uh, prep and stuff? Hmm. When I uh, walked down the side of the LA Times building, right. um, that was pretty scary. I was, I was pretty afraid of heights before that point. And even just the, you know, standing on the top, 
um, before I decided to like, you know, lean yeah. over the edge and hopefully not die. Yeah. It was quite a daunting thing. Um, my manager, who's really scared of heights, yeah. That was the one piece of magic that he decided not to come up. He decided, <laughs> oh, I'll watch this from the bottom. Yeah. I'll watch this from the street. Supporting I'll you. capture this on film in case it doesn't work. And at least I've got you going out. Yeah, he's got, yeah. you're hurtling towards him while he's telling you how proud of you. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. that was, I mean, I've done quite a few things that have been, you know, very challenging and quite and incredibly daunting at the time. You know, I walked across the River Thames. Yeah. Um, you know, that was... Ed fell in the River Thames. You fell in, yeah? I fe- and, well, but you survived and lived to tell the tale. Well, I fell well, in the River Thames. kind of. Okay, d- James thinks powers. that when I fell in the River Thames, magical, actually. I got diabetes. type 1 diabetes. And the two things, I am type 1 diabetic and I have fallen in the Thames, but I just want to let you know those two things aren't connected, Dynamo. Okay. Connected. okay. And that's how Ed became But super. do you know that they're not connected? Yeah, because I was... like scientific evidence? Here's my evidence, yes. Dynamo, you, which Dynamo. James doesn't know. I've not revealed to him yet. I was type 1 diabetic before I fell in the Thames. Nope. <laughs> We're all magic on this Did podcast. you tell anybody the great before you fell Dynamite. into the Thames yeah. that you were diabetic? Super. Yes. I was, I was diagnosed type 1 diabetic and maybe a year later I fell into the Thames. So I don't know what more proof you guys want. You're both looking at me like... Since, since, <laughs> since you fell into the Thames, yes. right, have you tried like things that you couldn't have because you were diabetic? Mm. Because maybe... You I, might not be diabetic anymore. I might anymore. not be diabetic anymore. I suspect if the Thames cured my diet, which is what you're suggesting, that the Thames cured my type 1 diabetes. <laughs> I mean, I'm just really trying, I'm just really doing this for James. Yeah, I know, here, I know. Uh, because he seems to really be interested he's, in your... He's really connected the two things. Yeah. Which is that we're all, I just realised that we're actually all, like, you know, we've all got powers. Yeah, we're all a bit weird. Yeah. So we're all, <laughs> we're, we're magicians, genies. And diabetes. And diabetes, we've all got superpowers. We've got powers in some way, all, all four you, of us. Like, all four I, of us. I really appreciate you classifying type 1 diabetes as a superpower, James, but yeah. why would you? Why is it a superpower? It just means you can do stuff the rest of us can't? What, what like, uh, basically, he's very disciplined. He doesn't touch sugar. Yeah. I do, actually, because you can just inject insulin, so... Yeah, but that's the... I'm not, that, that, so you're injecting sugar? You're injecting like, sugar, yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. Oh, man. You get to do that. It's pretty, it's pretty special, Ed. I admire you for it. Rockstar. I just right. think it's yeah. Good. I prefer Rockstar I think, to you know, um, yeah. superhero. <laughs> but if, if you had, if you had Dynamo's powers, yeah. you would not have got diabetes. You would have just walked across the Thames. Right. That, okay. I'll take that. I should have walked across the Thames. You would have fallen out of that boat and just saved them on the yeah, water. Yeah. Like, so you actually fell out of a boat into the Thames. Yes. Yeah. I was rowing. Hold on a minute. So you're sat down. Yes. It was very difficult. We were, and there were four of us in the boat. And it's a rowing boat, a rowing boat, so one or each. And it's almost impossible to capsize in one of those, but we managed it. We were an awful, awful crew. He's got special powers. Yeah, he's got special powers. He was powers. able to pull that off. Like, yeah. yeah. My special power is I'm terrible at rowing and I'm type 1 diabetic. Even, even yeah. Michael Pinson couldn't pull that off. And, yeah. you know, and he's like an expert rower. <laughs> That's true. Like, you know, if, if you were to ask him on one of the podcasts in the future, yeah. is it possible to, to fall out of the rowing boat? You'll probably say... I mean, and oh. here's... Look, here's a big piece of information that I'd not realised and put two and two together. Mm. Stephen Redgrave, our most popular rower yeah. and probably our most medal-winning rower in the UK. Mm. Big revelation. Stephen Redgrave is type 1 diabetic. Because <gasps> he fell out the tail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Was all that up? <laughs> yeah, Even you, I you, believe it now. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Maybe the dates do add up. Man, I've got to phone my mum after this and find out if I fell in the Thames before or after my diagnosis. Yeah, that's it's, it's very exciting. It's well, good, this. We're, we're, we're learning more about ourselves. We and, are. And, and you're going to call your mum, which is, you know, it's always a good thing you know, to be inspired to call your mum every yeah. now and then. And I'll probably, I'll probably start with, hi, mum, how are you, to make it seem like I'm calling just because I'm selfless. But then I'll be like, oh, just on the off chance, do you know when I fell in the Thames and was it pre or post-diagnosis? Yeah. Just a little, and then phone Steve Redgrave's family, ask them the same question about Redgrave. No. And then his mum will say, but, but you're not diabetic. What, his mum will say, I'm not diabetic? No, your mum. Oh, my mum will so say, I'm not diabetic. That would be, be a revelation. That would be a real twist. You're not diabetic. I just didn't want you to have all the sweets when you were a kid. Oh, God damn it. And then she takes her mask off and it's dynamo. Oh, yeah. The, end, the whole <laughs> thing's been dynamo from the whole... So then the twist is, dynamo is your mum and I'm dynamo's grandma, which means I'm your grandmother. <laughs> So by the end of it, the big twist is you've been doing a podcast with your grandma the whole time. 
who is also Dynamo's grandma. Yeah. Well. No, hold on. If I'm Dynamo's grandma, I'm your great grandma. Right, okay. Yeah, that's right. Because Dynamo's my mum. Dynamo's your mum. I'm Dynamo's yeah, great grandma. Yeah, but my grandma. And you are my great grandson who has diabetes. My grandma, whose food I'm going to talk about later, yes. she's actually my great grandma. She's oh. still alive. She's she's eighty nine. But she's my great. So you'd be his great great grandma. Great grand, great great grandma. Great great grandma. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you will address me as such. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dynamo, can we start you off with some st- still or sparkling water? Um, still water, please. Keeping it real. Yeah. Could you do a trick where you turned it into sparkling water? Yeah, but I think that might not be that impressive. Really? <laughs> That's a good point. Like, not, not like, a good trick? So I've got some still water here. <laughs> yeah. Would you like me to turn it into sparkling? Or would you like me to turn it into wine? Yeah, or sure. Would you like me yeah. to turn it into your favourite beverage? Unless yeah. someone's favourite beverage is sparkling water, like Krishnan yeah. Guru Murphy. Yeah, yeah. He might love that as an idea. Yeah, he might love it. Dynamo's a student. But then, the but then it'd be good if you started with a different drink, like a, if you started with a hot chocolate or a cup of tea, like you've got this cup of tea yeah. here. And you said to me, when you got given that cup of tea, you said you were very impressed with uh, Billy, who works on reception here, because she made, uh, you said m- most people don't make tea the way that Dynamo has it. Yeah, because um, I have to have lactose free milk, which most people yeah. don't have in their fridge. Yeah. Uh, and I also have to have decaf tea. Right. Um, which a lot of people have decaf coffee. Yes. Um, in the kitchen. But yeah, so um, it's always quite uh, awkward when people offer me a tea because I just don't expect them to have, you know, yeah. the, a whole the, list the of right, things. The right things. Yeah. Because right. is it, so is it a lot of like what you can and can't eat? Is there a lot of stuff that you can't eat? Yes. I So I have Crohn's disease. Anyone who doesn't know who's listening to this podcast, who's never even heard of me, uh, I'm Dynamo. I've got Crohn's disease. I also do magic. And because of my illness, I can't have lactose. Um, I can't have vegetables. Uh, I can't have... I mean, it's actually easier to name the things I can have. Right. Yeah. Okay. I pretty much live on potatoes without the skin. Right. Yeah. They, they have to be... They can't be fried. I can't have any fried food. Um, it has to be uh, stuff that is either grilled or diced up really small so I can digest it very easily because okay. my insides are all messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't have fizzy drinks, so sparkling water is a no-no. Right. Um, and I definitely can't have alcohol. I, yeah, so, so basically, you know, I'm, I don't have any fun. No fun. That's why you become a magician. You've got to make your own yeah. fun. Food-wise, I don't have. Any, I don't get to have any of the fun, you know. Um, I can't even have like custard, no, which custard. you know, imagine a dessert without that's custard. The fun, that's the funnest food. Exactly. Yeah. So I have to make my own fun. So can I ask, were you diagnosed with Crohn's disease before or after you fell in the Thames? You didn't fall in. Well, you walked across it. Yeah, I walked across <laughs> it. <laughs> I was luck. I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was fourteen years old. Wow. Okay. Before that, they just did loads of tests on me. Didn't know what had gone yeah. on with me, and eventually, yeah, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And I've yeah I've had it ever since. Uh, I've had parts of my my bowel removed, but there's still bits of the Crohn's there. And because of all the operations I've had, it's left me kind of a bit messed up inside. So yeah. even though some even though like some of my Crohn's is gone, I have different symptoms because my insides don't work like everybody else's. Right. Okay. So it's the side effect of the operations yeah, yeah. you had to have to sort the Crohn's out. Yeah. Yeah. So choosing your favourite meal. Is that like, is it, that's quite a fun, uh, is that, has it been quite fun choosing your favourite meal? Have you stuck to the well, rule of like what you, you, what you, you can and can't eat? Because I was, I was toying with the idea, right, of I can, I can obviously give you my favourite meal that I actually can eat. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then I'm in a position where I could talk about a meal that I'm not allowed to eat, but I'd love to of be course, able to eat because sure. that would be my ultimate yeah. dream favourite meal. Yeah. It's a dream restaurant. It. You don't have crumbs yeah. in the dream restaurant. Yeah. So, has diabetes. Yes, unfortunately, yes. I'm the manager of the restaurant and I can't indulge in the dream meals. Yes. So what do you do? What do I do? Make yeah. sure you're happy. Actually, type type 1 is actually all right because insulin means that I can inject insulin to cover sugar and things like that. So I can. I need to be and careful. Do you inject yourself? I inject myself, yeah, yeah. yeah. So multiple times a day. And Sometimes I to, you ask me to do it. Have I, have I let you push the little plunger down? Oh, I may have just imagined it. I think that's daydreaming. You can if you want, Wish one day. Would, 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 you, would you do it? Yeah. If you ask me to. You're welcome to. Maybe one day. <laughs> My girlfriend's done it a couple of times, but it, cre- it creeps her out. Yeah. 
because it's just a weird idea, isn't it? It is a bit weird, I did, yeah. But no, it's just it's it's more annoying than anything else. Just staying on top of yeah. Sure and you have to constantly have um, the injection things with you. Oh you yeah, I've I've always got I've always got them with me, and I'm always sort of testing my blood to make sure that it's within the right range and stuff. And I do watch what I eat because of that, and I know what like pizza is an absolute nightmare. Um, yeah, yeah. Because like the the blood sugar goes up and down, bearing in mind the carbs and the fat and all that. It's all boring scientific stuff. Pop it on sore bread, Johanna. Pop it on sore bread. Pop it on sore bread. Mm. I'm going to say bread, but it's only because my favourite starter in a restaurant is chicken pate right. spread on the bread. Oh, okay. Mm. So, you know, but I do like a poppadom. I'm partial to a poppadom every now and then. But long, some, t- some places make them spicy though. Bit much, like, yeah, yeah, like the no, ones with the little—they got like little seeds in them. Yeah, I can't stuff. have seeds. I can't have seeds on anything. Right, right. I, and, and I don't, and also I've got to kind of avoid spice. Like you know, I my um my favorite kind of I guess spicy type food, which I can get away with a little bit, is very mild chicken tikka right. off the bone, but no like sauce or anything. So yeah. I, I almost make it. I like I wrap it in numbered. It's just like little chicken wraps, little chicken wrap, with, a, with yeah. a little bit of added spice. Yeah, um, but that's maybe like that's like a treat to myself if I know that I'm not on tour. I'm not. I've not got to be anywhere. Yeah, just in case it doesn't react too well with me. So, yeah, you know that's like yeah, that's my Sunday special. Yeah, if, if I can't have a Yorkshire pudding and a roast dinner. Yeah, Yorkshire. Ed's uh, been vocal on the podcast about how he doesn't like Yorkshire puddings. I don't puddings like Yorkshire puddings. I, I, bring, I bring every given opportunity. I don't like Yorkshire puddings. I think they're broadly tasteless. I don't You've like the texture. You've obviously never had good Yorkshire puddings. I, yeah, I've had the finest Yorkshire puddings. That you had my nan's, you had my grandma's Yorkshire puddings. I have, because as we've established, James is my grandma. <laughs> We're all in the same family. <laughs> We're all the same family. Yeah, but James, did you make them fresh or did you buy those Aunt Bessie's ones and just stick them in the oven so they get warm? That's true, I probably mismade. You probably yeah. made, you probably yeah, gave, you probably yeah. thought that Ed, being a sophisticated gent that he is, would have just appreciated, you know, any of your cooking. Yes. Um, and realised that he already had a stigma towards the Yorkshire pudding in the first yes. place. So you didn't really bring your A game. Yeah. I, <laughs> do you know what? You're completely right. Somehow, this has come back on me, but yeah. uh, I didn't bring my A game. And that's right. why you didn't like your Yorkshire pudding. Please bring your A game next time you cook the Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. Well, bring- we've got to get you... We, we've, got to, we've got to convert you. Yeah. We've got to okay. get some... I'm open, I'm open I want to conversion. Some, I want recommendations They're diabetic-friendly Yorkshire puddings. All right, okay. I'm, I'm on board. But make got, sure you bring your if own. If the listeners can start recommending places we can get the best Yorkshire puddings, uh, take Ed there. You're going to eat a lovely Yorkshire pud. We're going to get you on this train, Ed. Okay, I'm willing I'm willing to be converted. And is that, so what, is there any particular type of bread that you're choosing here? It has to be plain white, just plain white bread. Plain um, white bread. I, I can't have any any bread with like any of the healthy bread, basically, that's got all the seeds and stuff in. Right. Um, that would destroy me. Can't have any of that. Um, it's like kryptonite to me right so are we going with the meal that you could eat or are we going with I'm going, I'm, going with, I'm, going, I'm going to start with the meal that I could eat and, and then, then later on just to sign everything off we'll, you know, we'll go we'll throw a crazy mix in there to see what I would eat that if, sounds great if it wouldn't love yeah. it yeah so yeah. you're going for like plain white king's mill yeah I prefer Warburton's Warburton's that's fine we'll, yeah. I'll get you some Warburton's plain white Warburton's yeah uh, how many slices do you want uh, because it's, it's a starter I'll say just just three slices, three like slices. slightly toasted, and are we but not properly this with toasted. Your starter. Yeah. So what is your starter? My starter. Usually, this is for real. I used to have two options of a starter. Most places you go to in London, a lot of these fancy establishments, they do have pate, like mm-hmm. yeah. chicken liver pate, or you know some sort of pate like duck and orange pate. Yeah. I once went to Heston Blumenthal's restaurant. Yes. And he had this thing called meat fruit. It was amazing. It was like magic. It looked like an orange, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but it was it was chicken liver pate. <laughs> like that was like what? And that is the ultimate compliment to Heston Blumenthal that Dynamo says the pate is like magic. Yeah, it was. It was, and it was. I'm not going to lie. It was one of the nicest tasting pates I've ever had. Uh, I, I have seen. I've seen that before. I'm aware of the meat fruit, but I've never been to that restaurant. I want the meat fruit so yeah, bad. So you do the, want the meat? I think, I think you talked about it on the fruit. podcast oh, before. I think I'd, even fruit. though I know it, I think I'd be wowed by it still when it arrived. I'd be like, oh, this is a little orange. I'd go along with it like I was being fooled. <laughs> like, I can't believe. They brought us a whoa. No, but the coolest 
thing though, is if you take guests with you, right, and you don't tell them, you just say, oh, let me order some stuff for you, you know, just trust me, you'll like it. Mm. And and you don't tell them, but it's meat food. And yeah. when it comes, they think it's an orange. They and then they cut it. They probably thought it was you. Also, yeah. They, 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 they mind blown. That you were doing it. Like, Dynamo, that's an amazing trick. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, that was me. That was me. Well, if, if you really wanted to, you know, if you really wanted to, like, go all out, you could um, take them there, make sure they know nothing about the restaurant beforehand, right? Get them to, all, you know, they order some food. And then you say, actually, before you eat it, look at me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would it be cool if I could turn that orange <laughs> into chicken? Ah, oh, and then say yes. It would be very yeah, cool. cool. Not, not possible though, you right? Do it, though. What's this? Boom, done. Oh, Dynamo! <laughs> we did it again! Yes. And then the waiter would come along going, actually, it's always you go, get, get the fuck away. <laughs> yes, get, yes. get away from our table. You shut up. You shut up. <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be weird if I could turn the waiter who's coming over into a twat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here he comes. We're going to ruin the trick now. Oh, I turned him into a liar. Oh, Heston, um, how fun to see you here. <laughs> <laughs> so your starter, is is it pate? Yeah, chicken, chicken, chicken pate is, is generally but the, but the like meat, you would my favourite starter. Fruit. Meat fruit, if, yeah, that would be it. Yeah, that would be, that would be my choice. Yeah, that would yeah, be, yeah, that would be my choice. The meat fruit. fruit by Heston Blumenthal is amazing. I love um, it when people pick specific stuff. And I'm sure after this podcast, we're going to get all invited, uh, you know, free of charge. In the this future. is great because we're mentioning it. What, what, what's the restaurant um, called? Have we said the name? It's called Dinner. Called Dinner. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. Dinner you by should, Heston you, Blumenthal. You should do the next podcast from Dinner. Ah, yeah. I mean, and we could interview Heston. You are, I mean, that is my dream. We interview Heston Blumenthal in Dinner. Heston's one of my dream guests, I think, as well. Great. Yeah. And I'd love to, I've never been to Dinner. Right. So I'd, lo- I'd love that. So good idea, Dynamo. Thank you very much. This is a great yeah, idea awesome. from Dynamo. Yeah. And lightly toasted bread, you say? Yeah, just lightly toasted. I, I, yeah. I still like it to be a little bit soft, mm. you know, like, mm. but I think just the part that you spread the meat through onto mm. just needs to be a little bit firmer just so you get a good even spread. A little canvas for the meat fruit. That's, yeah. It's a good sound as well. That's spreading it onto like toasted. Uh, you, I want that. Yeah. That's scraping. Yeah. And scraping when it's noise. just slightly toasted, you know, they've made a bit of an effort. Yeah. At least they've done something. Now we just got <laughs> yeah. it out of the pat. What, the, making the pate look like an orange is not good enough for you. <laughs> You're like, if you really want to make an effort, stick that in the toaster on one. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please. your main course I, I sense that you've given this a lot of thought actually I think I think you've uh, you've had a there were probably a lot of options that were discarded probably some honourable munchings if you wanted to do some shout outs yeah I mean well there's it's actually been a lot easier mm. um, because there's so many things I can't eat and I was thinking realistic yes my, my mm-hmm. realistic dream yeah. menu um, so I had to discard many things and there's only one thing that I could think that needs to be on this list as well, number one. Okay. But I don't know if anybody else in the world can make it. Oh. And my grandma, she's 89 now. Right. She still kept the recipe to herself. Uh-huh. Even if she told me the recipe, I probably wouldn't know what to do because I'm terrible in the kitchen myself. <laughs> I, don't, right. I only learned how to cook last Christmas. Yeah. This is a true story. Yeah, for, for Christmas, um, all my family got me cookbooks. They even got me cooking for dummies. Right, great. Yeah, they were yeah. they weren't being subtle yeah. about it. They got me. I got, got like Jamie Oliver books. I got everything, and you know, and from started, loads of different family members. So they'd all got together yeah, and thought we're going to have. Yeah, it was like an intervention. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I, I I started to learn how to cook at Christmas, and I did pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty good at making pancakes. I bet yeah. I make them gluten free with lactose free milk. You know, right. they're they're dynamo friendly. Yeah. Um, um, I'm talking about myself in third person there that's now. Okay. Yeah, you're you making pancakes. Right. Yeah. It's appropriate. Yeah, that's fine. So, uh, Anyone and, when and, they're making pancakes first themselves I've even mastered the art of the pancake toss. Oh, you can nice. do it. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but which, you can make it hover in the air like, and it rotates slowly. So it's, uh, uh, that's a bit of a cheap dynamo. Yeah, but, you know, no one has to know that. with your mind. But, yeah, so I, I started learning how to cook myself. But my grandma, she was like, she was like a master chef. Uh-huh. She was amazing. Uh, and the meal that I have to put as, as my main course has to be my grandma's special secret recipe of corned beef hash, mm-hmm. right? Now, she knows my dietary requirements. So you need, she, right. so obviously you can't have all of the things that are in normal corned beef hash, but she still manages to get all the amazing flavors yeah. out of everything and make it still taste as good, if not better, than traditional corned beef hash. But to top it all off, 
you, I'm going to convert you, Ed. Yeah. She sticks yes. the whole thing in a giant <laughs> oh, Yorkshire pudding. Yes. Wow. Ed, come on, you're not made of stone, oh, mate. What? That sounds pretty good. It sounds delicious. Uh, I, I might be. I'd try that for sure. Yep, giant a, Yorkshire pudding. That might be the dish that we convert. Corned beef fashion, a giant Yorkshire pudding. Oh. It's amazing. Oh wow! So uh, and so, what's corned beef hash is like potatoes as well. It's got there? potatoes in there now. Uh, I know some corned beef hash has like beans and onions, but I can't have any of that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, it's obviously it's like some it's like minced kind of meat in there. Yeah, uh, like it's it's like a stew, isn't it? Essentially. Yeah. Um, but then she definitely puts ingredients in there, but I don't know how she manages to get all these flavors because she doesn't have like a lot of the things that would give it the flavor. Yeah, right. yeah. So she obviously, you know, she's. She adds her own little magic. There's something there, yeah. What a great grandma to find out your dietary requirements and change the, yeah, change all the stuff because it, all you hear about older generations is that they're stuck in their ways and they like to do what they do traditionally. <laughs> and she's like, "What? You can't have any of these things? Cool. I just make a magic corned beef hash for you. Whack it all in a giant no, it's, it's, pudding. Yes, yeah, please. It's it's really it's still. I've, it. I've I've been you know all over the world and. It's still my favourite meal. I, like, I cannot beat going back to my grandma's and having, you know, having a Sunday roast or a combi fash back there because, um, yeah, she makes it better than anybody I know. It does How sound do you... so good. I, I, I want to try it. I, I, I want to try it so bad. Can you have egg, Dynamo? I could have it mixed in with things. Like, obviously, right. when you make a pancake or you make an omelette. Sure. An omelette, I can have, like, you know, but... It does tend to like bind me up a little mm-hmm. bit, and it doesn't totally agree with me. So you wouldn't put an egg on the corned beef hash? No, no, that would just spoil it. Any, no. any... and also eggs and Yorkshire puddings. Oh yeah, that's sure. a good point. I wasn't yeah. even taking into. See what I've done? My brain had already discounted the Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, you weren't even taking that into account. You're like, oh, when Dynamo and his grandma aren't looking, I'm scooping all that out of the Yorkshire pudding. Oh, Ed, Ed, Ed. Sounds so delicious. I, I really, I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> I know we've only just started talking about it, but like I'm, I haven't heard. A, I know you two had a conversation then about something, mm. but I wasn't listening to any of it. It was about egg. All I was okay, fair enough. But all I was thinking about was was that dish and how much I want to eat it. And I was thinking about putting like a lid on it, like a pie. But you know, it's, yeah. Well, I, I've actually, I've actually, um, in the past, she's made like these kind of fancy soups. Now, mm. I can't actually have them because, because of what she'd put in them because she made these, like, these real like um, vegetable soups mm. that my grandpa used to love. Right. And she'd put it almost into like, it was like a, a loaf of bread, but she'd carved out the middle and right, made yeah. a lid of it. So she'd put the whole thing yeah. in a loaf of bread, essentially. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's a better technical term for it than that. But bread, it's like, bread bowl. Yeah, bread, bread bowl. bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's done the whole bread bowl. So she's, she's done that in the past. But yeah, I've never seen a Yorkshire pudding with... A hat on. Does your grandma yeah. not? Does, you, does your grandma not have any plates? Because it seems like she's just putting all the stuff in edible. Well, she, in yeah, edible she she's got plates, but I don't think she's got a dishwasher. Right. And, my, and my grandpa's <laughs> yeah, passed yeah. away now, so yeah. like yeah. you know, I think he used to do that. He used to do the that dishes. Was, he, she'd do so the cooking. He'd do the things. So now so. everything's in edible, yeah. in edible bowls. Yeah. It's a good way to save on washing up. It really yeah, is. Well, you know, they, they grew up in what they had to go through World War Two, and mm. you know, rations were quite tight, and you know, you know, I think she she used her natural instincts to kind of be as productive as possible with what she had. You know, she's always taught me that you've got to make the best of your situation, no matter what struggles or adversities you're going through. And, you know, because of that, you know, I think it's helped me be a better person. Great. I I would put like a, maybe a pastry top on the whole thing, or maybe another like layer of Yorkshire pudding as the lid, or maybe some mashed potato. That's what I I know. There's only potato in the corned beef hash. See, I thought it'd be really cool, right? To to have like a Sunday roast sandwich where the 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 sandwich is actually the Yorkshire pudding, oh, and then yes. you have like some Yorkshire pudding type. Um, is it is it? It's not dough, is it? It's like what? batter, batter. Yeah. yeah. So like Yorkshire pudding batter as a, as a top and bottom, and then you have like the the roast beef, maybe some roast chicken, and then yeah. you have the yeah, potato, yeah. roast potatoes kind of mushed up in between there with a bit of a yes. gravy drizzled over the top and I think that's like you know that could be like a whole new thing that'd be a great sandwich I'd eat that now I've I've seen somewhere I can't remember where it was um, uh, what show it was and whereabouts in the country it was Mm. but there is a place that does Yorkshire pudding wraps so what they do is they bake the Yorkshire pudding batter just not in the normal shapes so it's just a sheet of Yorkshire pudding yeah and then they put in like roast dinner stuff and I think they do like a cooked breakfast one as well and roll it up so you've got just like a wrap a Yorkshire pudding wrap. I want to know what it is. If anybody in the country knows where this place is, <laughs> right, tweet me 
or Instagram me or whatever. Hey, all of us, hit us all up. Yeah, uh, Dynamo yes, Magician, you can find me. You know, I'm about. Let us know uh, because I want to go to this restaurant. So bad, I want to go to this I'm place. there. Like, this sounds yeah. like... like sorry, I know you guys are going to dream up my dream meal. Yeah. But I think Ed's already found it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the one. Sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go there. You can't stop me, Ed. I don't want to stop See, me. I think secretly he is a Yorkshire pudding slash butter lover. Yeah. Because he's had this secret piece of information in his locker yeah. and he's yeah. not yet mentioned until today. He's actually just saying he's not because he knows it will come up all the time. I mean, we talk about Yorkshire puddings more on the podcast and it just helps promote his brand. Weirdly, I, I prefer, I'd prefer it softer so I don't mind the wrap thing. I, I quite like it when it's a bit softer and it's like got gravy. But that's what you, stuff. that's the gravy that makes it yeah, soft. Yeah, but the top's all crispy. We'll put the gravy around the top yeah, as well. No, because like, it's yeah, like soft and crispy combined. No, I don't like soft and crispy. Ebenezer. <laughs> James calls me Ebenezer. Because <laughs> he likes cheese and biscuits as a pudding. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Dynamo is so on my side with all this stuff. I'm so happy. Hashtag Team James. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So what are you what are you putting on the side here? So on the side, what I like to do is have a nice small like a nice kind of bowl of oven baked, not fried, because I can't mm-hmm. have fried, mm-hmm. oven baked thick chips. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, thick chips with drizzled with brown HP sauce. Of them, and then you mix that with the gravy and a bit of vinegar, yeah, and it creates an amazing flavor. Like it's nice. amazing. When I say gravy, I mean like you know the the kind of stewy combi pash, yes, yeah, 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 liquid, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's a bit like gravy, you know. It acts, yeah. it acts it acts the same way gravy acts when it's inside the Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, 
Yeah, you get, you get, you get the same effect. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And brown sauce. So I, I, think, I think HP goes on everything. Right, yeah. I love, I think it's my favourite. It's my mm. favourite bottled sauce. Yeah. I'd say. Apart from not, not including hot sauces, but out of, you know, ketchup and brown sauce, which is the choice. It's brown sauce for me every time. Thank yeah. you. Really? Yeah. So when I was a kid, I tried brown sauce for the first time, didn't like it, didn't have it for ages, and probably didn't try it again until, I'm going to say probably my late 20s, early 30s, but now I like it. End of story. That is your story of every you... food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? So you've matured. But it, but it a... closed his eyes, doesn't, doesn't like the story. <laughs> every time James talks about food, it's always that he didn't try it until his 20s because he tried it when he was a kid and didn't like it, but now he likes it again. That's the, it's always the end of the story. <laughs> well, it's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> true story about the about the brown sauce. You know, he's not like an early adopter. He just it takes yeah. him a while no, yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. of catch takes up. Takes him a good a good two decades. Yeah, yeah. Gotta go away from it first. Yeah. Come back. So, what don't you like right now? What don't I like at the minute? Oh, good Ooh. question. I'm gonna make a prediction. Yeah. In ten ten years time, you're gonna love it. Yeah. It's a dynamite prediction. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I don't like what don't I like at the moment. Fennel. Hate fennel. You will you will love fennel in twenty years. No, I will never. I actually, <laughs> never no, yeah, I think you will morph into a fennel lover. Like yes, yeah, hundred percent. I will never be a fennel lover. You'll be fennel. <laughs> no, we, we'll be calling you fennel. No, no, in twenty not years. Fennel. You will not call me fennel. Everyone should. In fact, let's get James on board with fennel quicker. And the only way we're going to do that is by calling him fennel. So no. if everyone on Twitter could, resp- re- if everyone on Twitter could refer to James as fennel, that would be great. Tweet him. Tweet him saying, hello, Mr. Fennel. I hear you love Fennel. Benito, do not put this in the podcast. The Ed and Fennel podcast. The Ed and Fennel podcast. Off menu, off menu. With with Ed and Fennel. (laughs) No. That sounds good. Dino, please. (laughs) Great, Benito, I I, I, please, I I beg of you, don't don't call me Fennel. (laughs) He thinks the Fennel doth protest too much. No, I'm not the Fennel. Don't call me that. Oh, the fennel. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's oh, good. Oh, die, fen- please. <laughs> Show mercy. <laughs> yeah, HP. Anyway, I'm fully on board with brown sauce. Yeah, HP and fennel. Yeah. yeah no, you can... No, no, never put HP, HP on, on everything. Fennel? You can have HP on everything. You can put it on everything. Everything. I like now, it. a question for you. Yes. Salad cream or mayonnaise? Oh, well, this I is guess one. I'm normally mayonnaise, but that's because salad cream isn't on offer as much. When there is salad cream on offer, because I hardly have it, I do want some salad cream. So if you're going to give me a choice now, if I've got to eat salad cream or mayonnaise, I'm going to choose salad cream. Ed? Where, but where am I putting it? Because I, I like salad cream in a cheese sandwich. In a cheese sandwich? Okay. Cheese and salad cream, mm. white bread what about, sandwich. So if you're having a tuna sandwich, maybe, yeah. um, would you have tuna mayo or tuna and salad tuna cream? Tuna mayo every time. Oh, controversial. Mayo, and I eat mayo with chips. Yep, no, mayo yeah. and chips. Mayo, mayo and chips. Mayo Salad with ketchup for, with chips combined. No, nah, don't like ketchup. Oh, okay. Don't like ketchup. Mm. That's another one of my controversial viewpoints. I'm a bit of an edgelord dynamo. I don't it like Yorkshire puddings lord. and I don't like ketchup. At Lee Gardens in Kettering, mm. which is a all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet uh, Is that their Twitter handle? What? At Lee Gardens. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Maybe, actually. I don't know if they're on Twitter. But Lee Gardens, I absolutely love it. Uh, and... Um, one of the items on the buffet is fish that they put in salad cream and then fry it. And it's like fried salad cream fish. That's awful, James. I really like it. It's That is absolutely unacceptable. Huh? What are you talking about? It's like battered as well, I think. But like battered salad cream and fish. So they dip it in salad cream and yes. then batter it and then fry it. Yes. That is dreadful. So is this the sort of place that also like does battered Mars bars? No, stuff? no. But like, I mean... Hopefully, I mean, they need banana fritters for dessert and stuff oh, like that. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they'll do like you know, that cubed jelly, you know, like big cubes of jelly and Swiss rolls and stuff. Uh, but like, yeah, I used to go there all the time for like birthdays and stuff to Lee Gardens and uh, went there again recently. And that, yeah, that fish in the salad cream was so nice. No, it wasn't. It was really nice. I went back for seconds of it on the all-you-can-eat buffet. I went back to get the fish. That and the salt and pepper aubergine. (laughs) That sounds better. Salt and pepper aubergine. That sounds better than uh, than salad cream fish. Salad cream fish was really good. And Lee Gardens. honestly sounds like the worst drag queen of all time. Salad cream fish? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
Oh, For, performing like, nightly. Yeah. yeah. My fellow cat readers are going to back me up on this. Go to Lee Gardens, try to sell the cream fish, and then tweet us, let, let us know how great it is. We used to go to a Chinese buffet in Durham called the Blue Elephant, and it is, uh, to this day, the only restaurant I've ever been into that refused to serve tap water, <laughs> which is illegal. You have to yeah. offer tap water, but they were just like, no, you can't have any tap water. You've got to buy a drink. Did you call the cops? Called the cops on them, mate. They have been shut down since then. Yeah. They refused to sell it because it would make people sick from drinking it or just because they no, were trying... No, no, no. Just because they, they, want, they, to... they wanted more money, basically. Oh, Because right. they knew people would go in there and be like... Because it was like six quid for an all-you-can-eat buffet or something. So obviously people are going to go in there and take the piss, aren't they? They need to yeah. earn that extra money. But I'd prefer, you know, whack an extra quid on the buffet price and yeah. lovely glass of tap water. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, in, get one of those all-you-can-drink re- you know, free refills. Yes. You know, yes. Like, that's that. That's an absolute. Like at dream. Nando's, you get you buy a drink oh, and you get it. free refill, right? Love yeah. the free refills. Do you have? A, you have? A, you have a, oh, I guess no fizzy drinks. No fizzy drinks. So you you don't no, go up and... like I can, I can have um, which you saw my show, so you've seen. Yeah. You, know, you saw I had this. I there's they do a decaf Coke that yeah. is that is also um, like no sugar, no like it's basically yeah. it, it just kind of tastes like Coke. Yes, um, and it's kind of it is fizzy, but I have to let it kind of go flat. You know, when you yeah. like when you leave it like for yeah. you open it and then just leave it for a while. Um, and actually, I I do a thing in the show which you saw where I drink coke, but yeah. it's it's flat, horrible um, coke that has none of the good stuff that we like to drink coke. coke what is that a specific type of coke? Yeah, if there... you if you ever see it, it's in the gold cans. Ah, okay, yeah, I know the one yeah. you mean. Yeah, it's very, it's, you don't see it everywhere. Yeah, but, um, you kind of can get it like at wholesale places. Um, so that's the only kind of Coca-Cola I get to drink. And yeah, I for a treat, I can occasionally have maybe a little bit of lemonade, but it's the same as like the um, eating like chicken tikka. You know, I have to kind of know that I'm going to be at home all night because yeah. I don't know how it's going to react. Um, there's like, you know, there's certain brands that I've had in the past, which I've been all right with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm a very, very much a creature of habit. Once I try something, if it's all right with my tummy, yeah, of course. then I pretty much eat the same thing. I, every single day, I probably have the same the same mix of of three different kind of meal options. And like, you know, I might, like one day I might have my my dinner option for breakfast just to change things just up a little bit. Just to mix it up a bit, yeah. 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 Dinner for breakfast? Yeah, so I, I, breakfast. My, my diet is so kind of boring and repetitive. But I have to do whatever I can just to try and make it exciting. Because, because it's not like, you know, some people, you know, they, they eat for fuel and it's just, you know, they, yeah. they'll, they'll really stick with their diet. But for me, I do enjoy the taste of food. You know, yeah. I I, enjoy, yeah. I am I would be a foodie if I didn't have the, you know, Crohn's disease. Um, and so I do try and, you know, just get as much flavor out of it as I possibly yeah, of can. Course, yeah. Hence why I seem to like condiments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Condiments <laughs> are where it's at. Yeah, the absolutely. opposite of Paul Rudd. Yes, we heard. Paul Rudge doesn't like condiments. That's what we learned. He wasn't on the podcast, but an inside source <laughs> said uh, he does not like sauces. He doesn't he like condiments on anything. So, yeah, you're the opposite of Paul yeah, Rudd. You're an opposite Rudd. Although it's like quite that. weird because uh, Paul, we talk about the actor, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, because uh, my friend sent me a picture recently, a screenshot of Paul Rudd, where we do look very similar. Really? So I'm the opposite of Paul Rudd. Yeah. So you are like in in a couple of pictures in a couple of films uh, in the Ant Man film. Yeah. It was from Ant Man. Yeah. When he first gets out of jail and he's quite you know he's not super clean shaven yeah. and stuff like that. There is a, definitely a resemblance. Mm. You could be the venom to Paul Rudd's Spider Man. Yes. Two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Very. It, uh, I mean, I tell you. And I know, and I know exactly now. Well. I have exactly the answer to how I could defeat him. Yeah, with condiments. Yeah, yeah, because he he wouldn't be he wouldn't be able to. This hack is it. kryptonite, right? It, it, yeah, be slipping all over the like, place. Instead of webs, you shoot out like mustard and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah it's literally like ketchup mustard. Yeah, <laughs> brown sauce, obviously, mainly brown sauce. Yeah. You'd be firing at him. Yeah, yeah, mayonnaise and salad cream. He doesn't know which is which when it's coming at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We touched on drinks a little bit there. Yes. So what, what is your dream drink for this meal? I mean, it's probably going to have to be Ribena, the blackcurrant flavour. Blackcurrant Ribena? normal blackcurrant Ribena. Are you having this uh, in a glass or are you having it in a carton? You're going to spike the straw in there? In a dirty glass. <laughs> in a dirty old glass. Locked eyes at me when he said that. Yeah, then. I saw that. Yeah, that was a yeah. lovely moment. Right in the eyes. Like, dirty glass, please. <laughs> the old glass of Ribena. Now, 
How strong do you want it? Yeah, what measures are we oh, it has to be has to be quite strong. Like I, I, I don't like it when it's weak. Yeah, I like I like a, a strong, you know, especially if you know if you get the cordial vibina, you know, like I actually I think I really enjoy it how it comes in the cartons when it's pre mixed. Yeah, mm. yeah, and which is very lazy when you think about it because you could buy a bottle that can last you like a month, right? Sure. If you're drinking maybe one glass every now and then. Yeah. Or you could buy a carton that lasts like one evening and it's pre-mixed. And all they've done really is add water. Yeah, but they've got, the, they know the ratios. It's scientific. The ratios are perfect. I mean, you probably wouldn't be able to have it in the Chinese restaurant that you used to go to. No, absolutely Durham. not. No, they Where would you serve you, no, they'd serve you a bottle of Ribena. You, could, <laughs> you couldn't just top <laughs> it up. Yeah, you just have neat. to go and yeah. Ribena, yeah. In and, the gar- and in- Lee Gardens, you could get it fried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fried Ribena and beef. Dip it in Ribena, throw it in the fryer. Lovely yeah. stuff. Fried Ribena. But I also, you know, I think, but I do love Ribena, but I, you know, I try and moderate it a little bit because, you know, it's, um, you know, you've got to think about your teeth and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And Ribena, you know, if you have it too much, it could, it could make your teeth go purple, can't it? Is that true? Well, I don't think it makes it go purple, but it definitely make you definitely. Wow, that was a really, really bad lying there, Dino. I know it's a bad really lying. Yeah. I thought you you meant to be able to deceive people, Dino, but you, you, your, con- your conscience got the better of you immediately. Oh, I'm no. lying. No, but like, but <laughs> don't make your teeth go purple, but. Like, it definitely, you know, you can definitely taste the sugar after a while. I don't think um, you need to. I think you have to moderate on so much you other could, stuff, Dynamo. I think you should have as much Ribena as you, you can get the, you yes. can get the, like, the, the, the Ribena without the sugar, but it just does not taste the no, same. The tooth kind. The yeah, Ribena the tooth, tooth, Ribena tooth kind. kind. Oh, you know, and for, for me, you know, like, I, I have to have the real stuff. Yeah. 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 You couldn't, obviously, you know, go there. I could, I, I could inject insulin, but I don't want to waste it on a drink. No, I'd rather have a lovely. It's not a drink. It's Ribena. All right. So it's, a, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you can tell that's true because Donovan yeah. did not say it was a lie. So it's not a drink. It's Ribena. No point in go, oh, I'm not shit. Uh, I've, never been to, I've never been to one of your shows, Dynamo. I'd like to change that soon. Obviously, I'd like to come and see you. But after every trick, do you go, by the way, sorry, I was lying, everyone. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I- I didn't really walk down that building. Oh. Although I'm really struggling to think about how you would fake that. Um, oh, it's quite funny you said uh, the, uh, the show that, that James came to recently. Uh, I think I did actually end the whole show by saying, yeah. well, you know, what you saw might have been true or could have been lying to you. Yeah. And I kind of left it open but did loads of crazy things at the end, which makes you question everything you've just seen and your life. Yeah, I came out questioning my, question my life. My life. Oh, and then you smiled and all your teeth were purple. I've heard yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why has he got those purple teeth? What's happened? Yeah, that's what everyone's I do, I do think, though, when I, used to, when, when I was younger, um, the reason the whole purple teeth thing came out is when I was younger, um, I used to, you know, I kind of used to love Ribena. And my nana used to tell me, you can't have it, you can't have it all the time because your teeth have got purple. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that's the thing. So, my, so really what I'm saying is my nana's a liar. It's not me. <laughs> yeah, she's the liar. Maybe um, it's Ribena that she puts inside the combi fast. Maybe that's a secret recipe. That could be that a secret be, recipe. Yeah. It's a Ribena. That's why she's like, don't have too much Ribena, because then you'll figure out my secret recipe. Maybe. <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to taste the corned beef hash it and go... my purple teeth hash. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, you bring up tooth kind. Like that has... Even though I've never had Ribena tooth kind, it's always made me angry. I uh, I just think it's one of the things we should have as the secret ingredient in a future episode. Mm. And we kick the guest out if they say right being a tooth kind because it just seems like an abomination of a drink. I don't think, uh, yeah. like, what's the Wh- point? Why is it? But do you feel the same about Diet Coke? No, you, you know that I like Diet Coke. But isn't that isn't it just the same thing, just with a different branding? Probably, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that's like, that's like, like, that's like Pepsi Max and Diet Coke. They're both yeah, diet it's drinks, the right? same, it's the same but it's like thing, yeah. a kind of one of them's kind of marketed towards men. Yeah, and supposedly, like, yeah, yeah, you know, and Coke Zero as well is marketed towards men, apparently, yeah. as opposed to Diet Coke, which is marketed towards yeah. women. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you see the slogans for both of them. In this day and age, in this current climate, can you believe it? Yeah, yeah. It's still going on. Yeah, yeah. well, the diet- well, who's tooth kind? Directed yeah, to that's children. Par- that's parents yeah. to buy for their children. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Also, just flag it up. I mean, it's pretty stupid because, like, call it tooth kind just really flags up that Libina is not kind. Yeah, that's to a very I mean, that, good that's point. That's a stupid name. It's really stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but it's honest. Yeah, sure, it's honest. Yeah, to, yeah. Which is, as we've learned, you valued that. Of course, you value yeah. immediate honesty. You won't be able to. It's a really it. good. Yeah, it's a really good point, James. You've convinced me. Because tooth kind, why, why are they still selling normal Ribena then? Thank you, Ed. 
If they're calling it Toothkind, they're saying, oh, well, it doesn't fuck your mouth up like our other product. Yeah. No, and then you should, wasn't you, it, Toothkind should be a, or the normal Ribena now. Very nice to be on the same now, page. Wasn't it because the Toothkind was aimed at parents for children because because as children mature with their baby teeth, you know, yeah. but the, the normal Ribena is not so good. But as you, be, as you get older, um, with grown-up teeth, but your teeth are better able to withstand the normal Ribena. Is that... Is, was it aimed? I swear it was aimed at children. I think oh, you've, oh, I think you've destroyed right. us with logic, Dynamo. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Although I've never understood that. I don't worry about your baby teeth. They're just going to fall out, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that is a valid point. Yeah, fuck <laughs> them up, eat sugar. Kids eat sugar by the bowl like, you know, punch each other in the mouth all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we come to the dessert. Now, I have a feeling this is where you're going to throw out all the rules that you have to live by in your day-to-day life. Because so far, we've very much stuck to uh, your diet and what, what, what is realistic. Mm. And you said there was going to be a point where we throw everything out the window. And I feel like, Ed, if you'd like to open a window, please. Okay. Everything's about to get thrown out. Oh, sorry. It's one of those hotel windows. I can only get it open a tiny bit. Okay. We'll put things out there one by one. We'll just uh, slide it through the gap. What would you like for your dessert, sir? Well, if I'm totally... Forgetting all of my limitations that I have in this real world of food and stepping into your magical world mm-hmm. where anything is possible. Welcome. I would have not massive portions of each, but a mixture of Mississippi mud pie. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Good stuff. Molten uh, lava cake, you know, oh, where, where yeah. it's, it's warm, where it's got the chocolate inside and it's like, you know, gooey. Um, with, with that thing that I can't have, Dun, 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 custard. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'd throw in one of those, it's like a Banoffee chocolate cheesecake thing that I think I once got from like a Tesco's. Oh. Have you seen them? They do like, you get Banoffee two. chocolate. Yeah, right. You, 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 they do them in packs of two. Okay. Um, I think it's like, it's either Tesco's or, or like, it's one of these like, you know, own brand type, yeah. type desserts that they do. But it's like, the 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 bottom of the cheesecake is perfect, I and mean, it's made of chocolate biscuits as opposed to the oh, usual. Yes, please. Uh, so the the crumbly bit, and then it's got like this the the cheese on the top um, of the because it's like, am I wrong? Right? <laughs> is there any cheesecake that genuinely has cheese in it? Cream cheese, right? But is it? Like I don't know. That's my question because because yeah. on this one on this one it's definitely not cheese because it's like a chocolatey like gooey thing that's a bit like pate texture. Yeah, but I think it'd be cream cheese with loads of sugar in it and chocolate and stuff. I think so. I think it might be right. It might, you're probably, yeah, probably probably is right. It seems to have quite a lot of logical answers for a lot of the things. Well, that's about. you know I've, uh, straight up. I think it's cream cheese. That's what I think it is. I know it's a misleading name. I think when I was a kid and someone offered me cheesecake, I was like, oh, I thought this would be like a Victoria sure. sponge with a slice of cheddar in the middle. <laughs> Which does sound nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually. Yeah, it's just like a big cheese sandwich, right? Yeah. I said that, that sounds like <laughs> But yeah, like I I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I do what I do like as well though, which uh, is is I like those Iced fingers you get at Greg's. Oh yeah, mm. yeah like yeah, you know yeah. that, that's a dessert I can eat. You know, I you can, can, have, you can, eat I can have a nice finger because essentially yeah. it's 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 bread, isn't it? And, yeah. and like some some icing on top. Yeah. Um, but this is that you look if you're going for your dream dream. But my dream one, I'm going out all out like like chocolate full of lactose, like the full yeah. on like the full on <laughs> um, creamy custardy experience. Yeah. yeah. Like because I just can't normally if I, if I had that now you know like literally tour would be over yeah. right um, I wouldn't be able to yeah I, I I would basically move into either my toilet or a hospital you'd move into your toilet pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. set up home there sleep in yeah. the bath also normally we only allow people one dessert but oh yeah you're but that's why you I, that's have why stuck I've to said, the rules so all the way through you've been like no, this is what I can realistically eat. You yeah. earned this. Yeah, you easily earned, earned this dessert. A whole platter for dining. You earned to have the whole platter, I, I think. And when I say platter, though, it's you know, like you go to there's some place where they do smaller versions of each dessert sure. on the menu. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm not being greedy. No, you know, no. These are like bite-sized versions. Such of a each thing doesn't thing. exist in this restaurant anyway. Yeah. There's no such thing as greed here. You can't be greedy. There's no shaming. There's no you eat whatever you want. Yeah, it fills you up. But I'm I can see. I know yeah. what you mean. You've got a little sort of. Like a long square plate with three little desserts on. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sounds very nice. And you were, so one's from Tesco. And the custard's like chocolate custard as well. It's not like the normal, uh, the normal yellowy custard. I don't know what that flavor would vanilla? be considered. Custard, vanilla, I guess. Vanilla, yeah, vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the, it's like a chocolate custard. Yeah, you want chocolate custard? That's very yeah. okay. Absolutely, we can get that. So you've got chocolate you. custard, and you got the uh, the different different puddings on a little board. Well, I'll read your order back to you, Dynamo, and see how you feel about it. Here we go. You would like some still water. Then you would like some plain white, plain white Warburton's bread, slightly toasted. Then for starter, you would like the meat fruit from Heston Blumenthal's dinner. Your main, grandma's corned beef hash in a giant Yorkshire pudding. Oh, so good. I'll still have to take a moment. Yeah. <laughs> How much I want that. Side dish, oven-baked thick chips in HP sauce and gravy. Drink a blackcurrant Ribena. And for dessert... You would like a platter of Mississippi mud pie, molten lava cake, banoffee cheesecake for, from uh, Tesco, and all covered in some chocolate custard. Yes. That sounds like it's a, a very really nice meal. It's a That's really a, good and menu. And I, I really like the kind of sticking to like what you can realistically have all the way through so that the dessert is one big blowout. Yeah. And you get yeah. to just... It's the only way to go out, isn't it? You've absolutely <laughs> earned it. You've absolutely earned it by the end. Well, thank you, Dynamo. Thank you so much, Thank Dynamo. you, guys. Thank you, yes. um, we, haven't, we haven't once tried to get you to do a magic trick. I think we deserve a, yeah. a badge for that, some sort of award. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me, Ed. Thanks for having me, Fennel. Oh, yes! <laughs> what a great menu from Dynamo. Delicious. Genuinely interesting as well. Yep, I learned a lot during that episode. I learned, and, uh, yeah, a lot about a lot about Crohn's and a lot about magic. Yep, and also, obviously, my ideal menu is a big blowout right at the end, just loads of dessert. Yeah. What I enjoyed about it was that he was sensible about it, and he actually told us what he can actually have. Yep, but it was still delicious. It was still delicious. That. Oh, honest to God, I want to try that corned beef hash and a big Yorkshire pudding yeah. so much. Also. Uh, Dynamo, please tweet some photos about it. Put it on Instagram. Yes, please. I want to see what it looks like. And you can follow Dynamo on Twitter and Instagram, can't you? Uh, at Dynamo Magician uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And his website is dynamomagician.com. My favourite moment of the podcast, James, I've just remembered, um, was when uh, you were really thinking about the corned beef hash. And that's really illustrated, if you listen back to it, <laughs> when Dynamo was talking about his grandma in really sort of quite emotional and lovely terms where he's saying, and she changed the menu for me and she just showed me that whatever gets in your way, um, that's fine and you've just got to roll with it. And that's really inspired me to live the life the way I do. And then you went, I was thinking I put a pastry lid on it. <laughs> I can't help it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, James, you're on tour and stuff, aren't you? Yeah, I'm doing stuff. You know, uh, there's loads of stuff online you can catch up with as well. Uh, I've got a show called Repertoire on Netflix. I've got a series called Sweet Home Ketteringa on YouTube. An album called Luna Dot Raids the Bee Pigeon on Bandcamp. And a book. James A. Cass's classic scrape. So much stuff. Uh, if you just go on my website, edgamble.co.uk, you can probably see I'm up to some things. Uh, I'm on tour. Come and see me on that. Uh, that's mainly it. I keep it pretty pure. Not bother- Blizzard. Bothering all this book stuff. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Yeah. Dynamo also did a trick for us, and I think we have some footage of it, so I think we're going to put that online. Amazing trick. Still- Blue are little minds, and it's, it's related to eating as well. Yes, it is related to eating. A thematic it was almost trick. his little aperitif. Yes, please, Dynamo. Uh, make sure you review and subscribe to the podcast uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give it, sling it five stars, mate. Please. Uh, and uh, come back uh, next week and listen to another off menu podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and he just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.